Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of The One and Only Show, a show where I interview people from all over the country. This podcast is about storytelling, life experiences, and more. As always, thanks for tuning in once a week. And remember to please like and subscribe. But most importantly, share. In today's episode, we have a gentleman from South Texas. I had the pleasure to speak with him about his awesome truck. And he also spoke a little bit about himself and spoke about his job and the scary moment he went through. He also is going to tell us about the work that he is, that he put into his truck. So without further ado, let me introduce you to the one and only Gio Martinez. Oye, y póngase bien pilas, que aquí ya se ganchó la trailer. Es una especial dedicación para todas las botas de Así que súbele o apágale la verga. My foot is on the gas, Texas on the map. Sigo taloneando, boy, my back is getting fat. Todo por mi gente, bro, I do it for my fans. Ando siempre positivo, como me enseñó mi dad. La pintura impecable, corrines mamalones. En fila patrullando, compando con los chingones. On the gas, marca la estampa, homito, ya tú sabes. Como dice Graviel, estamos tirando la H. Efectivamente, seguimos bien pendientes. All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. All right, Gio Martinez, how are you, man? Good, how about you, man? Pretty good. This is my podcast, man. Are you nervous? Have you ever been to a podcast? I, I haven't, I haven't, but um, I've been wanting to go to one, you know, so, so it's, it's good to, to finally get to be on one. Yeah, well, my, uh, my podcast, man, you're my 13th person I've interviewed. It's a uh, work in progress. But yep. I'm kind of kind of working on it. Uh, let me let me test one more button. I'm about to hit uh, mute on my button, and let me know if you can still hear me. Okay, I can't hear you. Just in case my kids decide to bang on the door, and then I'll hit the mute button. All right, all right. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Where are you from? So um, I'm originally from California, but when I was like six years old, we moved to um, San Antonio, Texas. So we've been here ever since. So I guess I'm from Cali, but raised over here in texas yeah with uh mexican heritage parents right yeah mexican heritage parents yeah for sure full, full blooded so like uh you pretty much consider chicano or latino um i guess you could say uh i guess latino i mean my, my dad in, uh, is from zacatecas and my mom is from guerrero and yeah. i'm just from california so uh, I'm not too sure what, what it would fall in Chicano or Latino, to be honest. Shit, man, to be honest, man, I was playing stupid. I don't even know what Latino or Chicano yeah. means. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You, uh, uh, you told me I was trying to set an interview with you, but you yeah, yeah. driving, you, you like over the road trucker or what? Nah, uh, we're local, but um, we have like long hours, so it, it's a little hard. And I was trying to get to you, but recently work's been picking up and shit so it's, it's a little harder to to get yeah. to what can i say like a clear schedule because usually it's like throughout the week we work and on the weekend there's always something to do you know check up on the maintenance on the 18 wheelers and stuff heck yeah 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 i know i know what you mean man i've been trying to reach out to people man and some of you like i don't know message me back some of you don't man but I appreciate the reply back, man. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I had seen it and I was like, I had told my brother and my sister, I was like, oh, there's this guy. Uh, he hit me up to be on his podcast. And they were like, oh, that's dope, you know, because um, this other guy hit me up and he's in, in Houston. But we haven't we haven't got a chance to go out there either. Yeah. But hopefully here soon we try to we try to make it out there. 
Man, I've been I've been watching some, you know, like Joe Rogan podcasts and actually mainly mainly him, man, because uh-huh. he's he's sitting around and you know, doing drugs and freaking yeah, yeah, drinking like, and dude, I'm like, man, this that's gotta be a blast to be in there, you know, just drinking yeah, and yeah. doing a podcast. I told one of my buddies, I was like, you know what, man, I'm about to bring in bring in some cocaine and, right, and right, beer. Yeah. Just just kind of chill, man. But uh-huh. I even though I don't do cocaine, I've never done cocaine yeah, yeah. in my life. <laughs> but, uh, I'm trying to have a setup like that, you know, like a little studio. Yeah. Like I said, this is my podcast. It's a work in progress. And right now I'm just doing it through Zoom and then going back and editing the audio and then publish it on to Spotify. No, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's pretty good that you do it through Zoom, you know, because sometimes people aren't as close to you. So it still gives you the ability to be able to do it even though they they don't live near you you know you know the reason i reached out to you was because i don't know man your truck is attractive man so that's what i was like yeah yeah <laughs> your, your green truck so i was like dude man I'm, I'm about to see if this guy this guy uh wants to be on my podcast man because i really like his truck and i'm gonna try to buy it are you selling it it's for sale honestly it's not for sale <laughs> um at, at some point i did plan on on um, on selling it it's funny because actually when I dropped the truck in the first time, the guy who dropped the truck, he was like, hey, um, one of my workers wants to buy your truck. And I was dropping the truck. So I was like, nah, it's not for sale, man. Not right now. And he was like, all right, cool. So then a week passed by and he's like, hey, um, he's like, one of my workers didn't want to buy your truck. He's like, it was actually me, the one that wanted to buy it. He's like, are you interested in saying it? And I was like, nah, not right now. I was like, I'm going to wait off. And then there was a point where I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to sell it. So I hit him up and he was like, he's like, I don't know, man. He's like, now he's like, you did more stuff. He's like, but um, he's like, I wanted it back then because it wasn't finished yet. He's like, so I wanted to kind of finish it off. He's like, so I'll wait off. And then um, that's how it was. And then after that, it just escalated to me, like painting it and finishing off most of it. Did you do all the work by yourself? We took it to different shops. But I mean, as far as everything, yeah. Is is that what the secret is? I mean, I've always wanted, you know, to have a, a little small S10 and, you know, do something like that. But I'm like, man, I'm not I'm not mechanically inclined or, you know, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't do body work. So I've always wondered on how people do that. How, how did yeah, you start doing this? It started off in in um in California when when I was young. We used to go. My mom used to take us to the parades over there. So like they would always have lowriders and things like that. Um, that's where it came from. And then my dad, he always liked it, but he was never into like really fixing it up like crazy, right? So my dad, my brother bought um the truck off my dad when he was like sixteen, and he started fixing it up. It's a it's a '91 Chevy. My other brother, because I'm the youngest of four, my other brother he bought himself a, a car and he fixed it up. Then he sold that car. Then he bought a Tahoe and he fixed it up. And I was the last one left, so I was like, you know, I need. Uh, my dad was like, I'm gonna give you this truck. I'm gonna give you this truck. He's like, but once you start working, you're able to pump gas. He's like, that's on you. He's like, to fix it. He's like, that's on you. He's like, because I can't help you out on that. But he's like, I'll give it to you, and then you could go from there. And then just slowly, slowly, I was at, I was actually working at McDonald's for a, for a long time mm-hmm. um, while I was in high school. And little by little, I started doing little things. And then um, once I left high school, I started uh, working more and I was able to do more things, you know. You mentioned that you were taking your truck to different shops. Like, how come you were taking it to different shops and not kept it in one certain shop? It's usually the wait time is a is a big thing that plays. And then um, also, like, not a lot of shops do everything, you know. Usually they'll be like, oh, yeah, I just do suspension. Okay, I just do audio. I just do, um, you know, paint. So it's like there is shops out there that do everything, but they tax because the fact that they're able to provide everything, it's going to be very expensive, you know. Cool to know yeah, that. Yeah. You go to shows and whatnot on your yeah, I, Yeah, yeah. I actually... Um, we actually traded the truck because um, since it's super low, it has a very thin tire. So we have to be very careful, like on potholes and things like that. I mean, there's some people out there that just don't care. But to me, I put a lot of money into that truck already. So I'm like, you know, I have to take care of it. I have to take care of what I've thrown my money into. So we traded the truck. We actually went this um, last weekend. We didn't take it because we're actually working on the inside right now. But um, we went to a show in Houston called uh, Lone Star Throwdown. And we were out there, man. They had some some badass trucks out there for sure. Yeah, I seen one of your videos where you went yeah. to like a show, and then you were like, you were like, uh, I'm not worried about the 
about the truck. There were some badass truck, but damn, there were some badass white bitches over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I was watching that last night. And I was like, damn, dude, it's cracking up. And then you kind of threw the whole southern accent, and I was like, man, that yeah, was, yeah, that was pretty clever. <laughs> you say you have to watch out for potholes. Every time I go to San Antonio, it's always on construction, man. Are you worried about yeah. about all those potholes? I mean, like you kind of know where to go around San Antonio. Actually, um, now I know like like more or less where to go through, you know? Actually, there used to be a, a street down here, but the good thing is they recently fixed it. But it was super bad with potholes, man. It was like super bad. Like I would literally be driving through there probably like 15 miles an hour because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not about to mess something up. And I have people in the back like honking at me and stuff. And I'm like, and I, I would hate going through that street. And then till recently, they finally fixed it. So now I'm able to cruise like no problem. Well, heck, man, we got to take care of our stuff, man. We put in our money yeah. into our stuff. We got to take care of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I remember my my dad, man, and now now I understand. He used to get like a new vehicle, and he would hate having strangers like going into like getting into the vehicle, like you know, like our friends. I, yeah, I don't yeah, mean yeah. to say stranger, like our friends. And he says that some people, our friends, wouldn't care, like if something gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Ours. So now, now that I'm like you know an adult and I got my own stuff. I pay for my own stuff. Yeah, I I see now what my you dad understand. was talking about. Man, it hurts. It hurts when something yeah, for sure does. breaks. Like it's bad. How long did you say you were living in San Antonio? Well, I've been here since six. I'm about to turn twenty two, so like sixteen years already. Yeah, we've been here for for a while already. Yeah. Pretty much, your whole family decided to go from California to Texas. So basically, the it was it's weird because when back then, you know how. In Cali, everything started going like up in price and then like the jobs started getting like super low. So my dad was like, we had a, a uncle here and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's good over here. You should come visit sometime. So my dad came with my older sister and they were coming, checking it out. He's like, I like it. You know, I like it. I think it's pretty good. So he was visiting, visiting. And then we had like other uncles, I guess you could say maybe like two uncles that moved over here. And then we moved, you know, it's, thank God it's been going pretty good for us the past years. But the funny thing is that they moved already back to California. So it's like they brought us, but everybody went back and we're the only ones here left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how it always is. Yeah, I've always, yeah. I think after COVID happened, I've noticed a lot of people were moving out of California. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I try not to watch the news too much mm -hmm. yeah, Every, yeah, everything i get like news wise is off the internet so right but, yeah although i don't i don't navigate the internet a lot mm -hmm. yeah how are, how are you still making tiktoks if they put in a new law there will be no more tiktok in texas i heard about that i don't know i don't know i'm still i'm still able to make them i mean if it does go down, it's kind of going to suck because um, that's where most of my following comes from. I'm still doing them for now. So let's hope that they don't take it down. But if they do, I mean, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. I listened to a podcast. It's called El Show de Pilin. I don't know if you know about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, people were sending him audio messages on on the whole uh, thing about TikTok being canceled in Texas. And people mm -hmm. were like, uh, no, we do not agree because... You know, we got our business. This is where we promote our business and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like TikTok is like the thing, you know. I mean, for business, I understand it, but you know, the other stuff. No, and I was I was starting to notice, like, uh, as far as what they were saying in the news that people were using it for like illegal activity. Mm -hmm. I would see it pop up, I guess, because like we're located here near a border, so it's like you get to see all these people promoting, like, oh yeah, you know, hit me up for so much, you get this if you um pick up these people you get this much so i started noticing it and i was like i'm pretty sure sooner or later they're gonna catch on and i mean that's that's what it's coming down to as of right now right yeah now now there's a rumor i mean i don't know if it's true and i don't want to talk much about it because they might be listening to us but apparently like china is like spying on the u.s through through tiktok who knows man maybe <laughs> you know who knows <laughs> at this point i mean they're always saying oh yeah you know someone's spying on you through your phone so yeah, somebody's true. somebody's watching us right now. I right. bet it. I bet it only takes one keyword, man, and to say right. something, and it'll pop up in their feed or whatever. And they're probably watching us through that camera right now. Kind of creepy. I think somebody was saying, right, yeah. I think it was Joe Rogan, man. I, I'm I'm a Joe Rogan fan. I I didn't used to be. I didn't used to be till I talked to somebody mm -hmm. off of TikTok. I don't know if you follow this guy. His uh. Texas Dad nine five six. Uh, he does a lot of uh, inspirational videos, and uh, I got him on 
on mm-hmm. my podcast and he always would say damn man i got a brain fart i forgot what i was talking about mm-hmm. what, what, i forgot where i was going with this we were going toward um talking about joe rogan and like um oh yeah 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 yeah. so yeah. you know they started talking about about how many people watch porn and all that shit and i'm like damn <laughs> <laughs> he was saying like dude can you imagine if somebody would tap in into the camera and you know just watching you rub one off dude and and you know, I started saying a bunch of shit. I was like, "Damn, right. they do got a point on that, man. They could be, they could be watching us, man." So I kind of freaked out and <laughs> not, not necessarily. I know where, I know where you thought this was going, but no, not like that. I kind of freaked, I kind of freaked out, and I was like, "Dude, man, so maybe all like electronics that have camera, man, people could tap into it, man. I better, I better put it, put my phone face down." So, like who you working for you don't have to stay the company if you don't want to but uh i'm working for my dad i was fortunate enough to once i got my license he has a little company and like i said we're here locally so we haul dirt to like different job sites that are birdie gonna start building and um he was like well once you get your license he's like you will get another another semi and you'll join with me so i was fortunate enough to go through that what do you haul it just depends i mean there's different dirt materials like base um grade five Whatever, whatever it is that they need at the at the job site, that's what we take. You're not. It's not flatbed, is it? No, no. It's the the end of trailer, which is like the like it's it's like a U, and then mm-hmm. um it'll pick up like super high and it'll dump through the end because there's the the other one that dumps through the middle, which is a belly dump. That's crazy. I wanted to be a truck driver, uh, mm-hmm. like when my wife and I got married. Then I got to the point where I was like, you know, if I do this, then how am I gonna balance my family? and work because yeah, yeah. The, the, the way i was going is having somebody paying for my like my schooling and everything oh, okay, and then okay. gets pretty much get sponsored by a company like a big company mm-hmm. i was looking into Roel. i think that's what it, how it's okay. pronounced they were gonna you know sponsor me and whatever i decided not to go at that now during that time i was working with trouble kids at a residential home also doing part-time at ups and until i decided to be a full-time driver and okay. once that happened then you know, went back to my other job and be like, I'm out. That job was pretty, pretty insane. But yeah, this is where I'm at now. And I don't know, hoping to stay with UPS till I retire. I mean, even though I'd rather retire at age 35, but right, right. <laughs> looks, like, looks like that's not going to happen. Right, that's not going to happen. You say you deliver to like construction sites and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So basically, like, let's say that um, they're going to start a whole new community. Um, once they break down all the trees and all that, you know, sometimes you need dirt to level the surface and we'll pull up, we'll dump all the dirt. And then right before that, you throw the actual asphalt to make the concrete and all that, you need the base material. So we'll go ahead and dump all that to all the other things. Yeah. All the job sites. West. Do, do you enjoy your job? You like it or you just trying to Honestly, help your uh, I, I enjoy it. No lie. Cause it's pretty chill. I mean, to be honest, uh, all you have to do is drive the the what is it the dump does all the work for you so there's there's literally like you don't have to get off if you don't want to <laughs> so, yeah. so so it's like it's a pretty chill job but you know it's just a big responsibility because um that one the one that hauls dirt compared to a regular one is much more weight like a regular one the ones that like haul food the ones that haul soda would be like fifty thousand sometimes sixty thousand pounds when yeah. we're fully loaded over here it's like eighty thousand pounds coming down so you know, you really have to be very cautious because it's not as easy to stop compared to another another regular semi. Yeah. How, how's that? Have you encountered the whole stopping thing or have you came well, to yeah, a close call? You know, what's what's funny is um, last year, because I started last year. So last year, my dad was like, all right, you're going to start training with me. Once I got the license, because the license was maybe like a three month process, two months. He was like, once you get the license, I'm going to give you three months of training. And then from there, we'll go on. So um, while we were in training, I would be driving and he'll be on the passenger's seat. He'll be like, all right, you do this, you do that. And I was already like, I had already got the hang of it. And um, we were going at, on a construction site. One, It was like one way, one way. So like a, just a two way. There was no other lanes. And um, I'm coming down. Like I, ha- I had just came down from like a hill. And um, this lady, this older lady, she... um. She's coming this way while we're going that way. And she decides to bust a U-turn like right in front of me. I don't know if she wasn't paying attention or what, but she opened wide towards that side, towards her side, and then just boom, right, went in front of me. And I was like, I reacted like super fast. 
I guess because I, I, I just, I got scared. Like, I was like, oh, shit. And my dad's like, cuidado, cuidado, right? So, like, the the thing that I did was on the side of it, there was a, a construction site going down. What I did was I just threw myself to that construction site. I was like, it is what it is. And just, like, the good thing was that it was nothing but dirt. And I just went through everything, like, just, the, the good thing was that there was nothing right. So, I just ran through the whole side of the construction site. Yeah. And, um. Cause there was like all these cars behind her, so I was like, if I hit her, I most likely what would have happened was I would have probably killed her. Cause I mean, the car was yeah. literally in the corner of the of the of the semi, and you have all these cars behind her. It's like I was gonna make everyone just go out the way, right? So I just went on the construction site, and I was like, I honked at her like right after, cause I was like, I was like scared, right? Like in panic and stuff, like oh shit, like did that just happen? And um, she pulls over and she gets off and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and I'm like. Well, I mean, it already happened. What can you do? You know, you should have thought of that before you did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least she did not, like, start cursing you out. Sure. I'm from Missouri, by the way, in case you wanted to know that. They do, like, Christmas lights and in the park. And, you know, oh, okay. whenever whenever there's, like, a whole event, man, it's a long line of cars. Yeah, so yeah. I was leaving the park, and as I was driving back, I decided to go to Sonic. So you mm-hmm. got the long line of vehicles trying to get into the event while I was going this way and Sonic was on this side. And I was like, well, let me let me take a left here so I can go into Sonic. It was a two lane, two lane highway or two lane uh, road. And I was trying to go into Sonic and I you know, went forward just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this car came flying and clipped my front bumper. And oh, okay. you know, pretty much like, I mean, it was a wreck. I mean, pretty much mm-hmm. and instantly. The first thing I did went into the Sonic parking lot, made sure my family was okay. Yeah, yeah. And right after that, I got out of the car, went to make sure if those other people, other people were okay. You know, mm-hmm. lady, the lady came out and she just started like saying, you need to watch out where you're going. You hit us. And, you know, pretty much like being rude as hell. I was just trying to come in and check in to make sure that you guys were okay and so i just walked off and i was like okay i'm glad you guys are okay they look like a bunch of crackheads (laughs) tweakers and i was like i got i i shouted i got full coverage and you know Mm -hmm. went back to my car and you know police came and we got each other's information and took off got a bunch of calls from the insurance and stuff like that which we never we never finalized anything i don't, still don't know what happened to this day and this happened yeah, like yeah. two years ago but it was kind of yeah. it was kind of crazy i was scared i was scared shitless mm-hmm. man i'm sure in your situation you were scared yeah yeah because it was it was like my first i guess it was actually the first ever like encounter of someone trying to do that you know so to me it was like it's a first and i was like oh shit like you know, you really got to you really got to watch out when you're out here because you don't pay attention. That could be it. You could hit someone. And like I said, it's it's a big semi. There's no way that more or less. I mean, if you hit someone, you're most likely probably going to kill them. No kidding. Can you imagine the the damage you would do there, man? You run in yeah. a big ass rig. Yeah, exactly. And it's like not only the damage to the people, but the damage to yourself, because it's like, how can you live like, oh, you know, on accident, I accidentally killed someone just because I wasn't paying attention. So, you know, yeah. it's it's a big responsibility. Like I have a lot of friends that have been actually hitting me up because um on Instagram I also have like a nice social media following, and uh-huh. they're like, oh yeah, uh, you got your CDL. I want to see if you could give me some tips. And I'm like, yeah, you know this and that. This is how it works out. But I'm like, because everyone, you know, that right now one of the things that I did notice is like to get your CDL and be a truck driver is like a a hype, a trend, I guess you could call it. Everyone's trying to do it, you know, but people don't really know the big responsibility that comes behind it. Like everyone here is like, oh, you know, I you make all this money, this and that. And then if you have a friend, he's always going to hype it up. He's not going to tell you, nah, you know, sometimes work gets slow. You know, not everyone just wants to like, oh yeah, I make this much, this and that. It's going super good. But then once you're in it, you're like, oh, you know, it wasn't as good as he said. So, you know, so that's something to look into if, people try to get their cdl or something you know man have you uh seen that story of that one dude that was coming down the hill down the mountain in colorado and lost his brakes let me see yeah yeah i think it was like all over the news he lost his brakes and it was like a huge accident and i believe what was like they sentenced him to so many years in in prison right yeah he got sentenced well yeah at first it was like 
you know, a hundred years. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know. They kind of like write it down to 10 years. Rogel Lazaro. Wow, they gave me a different name now. Rogel Aguilera. So maybe he has 20 names then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, that was pretty sketchy, man. That was a pretty sketchy yeah. situation. I cannot, I do not picture myself being in, in that in his shoes. Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a very big controversy because it was like, you know, before you, you leave, uh, you always want to make sure that everything's working good on your semi, you know, just because of the same reason that always, always check just, just cause like we say, you cause an accident and, and it's going to be a very big one. And, um, so it was like that. Everybody was like, oh, well, he wasn't paying attention, this and that. But then it was like, he was saying like, yeah, well, it was an accident, but I mean, it's something like that. It's like, you have to make sure that everything is working good. You know, it's like, and then once you have a CDL, like they say, you're considered a professional driver. So for you to check that all your stuff is, is working perfect. is like a big, big thing. Once you hit the road. I wouldn't know that, man. I, I read the book and then it mm-hmm. gives you the list on things you need to check. And I'm like, damn, this is a lot to memorize you know I, n- I never i never went through it man because at that time i didn't know where i wanted my life to be at so i just didn't follow through but, okay okay uh when i went to go take the test i passed my general knowledge the second try oh. and then i was oh, working okay. on my air brakes and i didn't pass that so i was like uh let me can i take the combination and she let me take the combination which I failed on that too. Here in Missouri, it's a different law. I don't know about in Texas. Uh, they give you like a piece of paper, the the state trooper okay. office and the state trooper office. That's where you got to take it. That paper, it's valid for one year. So after I, you know, did my one month worth of testing because I can't, I'm not, I'm not very good at testing. I just let it expire. I was like, dang. Oh, and when I wanted to go back, it was, it was too late already. But some of these drivers, man, uh, you see the drivers that the semis that are hauling ass and it's like icy conditions out there. Like, for example, I don't know, recently Dallas had a bunch of ice and, mm-hmm. you know, they had a pileup vehicles at, have you guys ever had ice in, in San Antonio? I think there was one time. There was one time, but um, at the time, well, I wasn't driving. But even at that, uh, my dad, he's like very precautious. He's the person that, you know, if the weather isn't right, we're not going. And then in our job, it's really like if it's raining, there's no work. Because if it's raining, you know, as soon as we hop in the in the dirt, we're getting stuck. So, you know, there's no work for us when it rains and things like that. Man, that's, that's really bad about that because you miss uh, days of pay, don't you? So it's bad, but then it's like. I guess you could say it's it's good because at the same time, you know, you're not out there risking your life with um with like I said, eighty thousand pounds coming down the road on a rainy day, you know, it's it's very dangerous for sure. But I mean it is tough, like you say, when it rains, I mean we don't get paid, but um I mean to me I'm just like, who wants to work when it's raining, you know? So I kinda it's it's a love and hate relationship because it's like, oh, okay, you get to be off for the day. But then it's like, uh, you're not getting paid. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. And and going going back to this, you know, hundred car pileup gets me confused. You know, this this rig drivers, they they're experienced drivers. You know, they drive in all types of weather. Because I noticed a video where the semi's coming down and slams on his brakes, and he's hauling ass. You know, when he's ha- when he slams on his brakes, he's going even faster and crashes yeah, into yeah. this pile of cars. And I'm like. Come on, truckers. You guys drive in all types of weather. You guys know the expectations to whenever the weather comes. Like, you mm-hmm. got to slow down, man. You got to crawl through through the roads. Yeah, yeah. But I, that, that's something I, I would never understand, man, because, I mean, like I said, yeah. I'm not I'm not a driver. Not a, I'm not out there. But I do notice when it's raining, pouring rain, man, truckers always passing the vehicles. Yeah, yeah, always hauling ass. ass, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing for sure. Um. And it's mainly the, the like the owner operators, which is the people that have like their own little small company. They'll do that because usually, like if you work for a company, the eighteen wheeler or the semi will be governed to stop at a certain point. And the owner operators, there's just like you can haul ass as much as you want. And a lot of people, it's like they work per load, you know. So it's like the faster I I, I make a load, the more money I can make. So the faster they go. <laughs> The faster, the more money they make. So they just want to be hauling ass, you know? And you say you work for your dad, right? Is, is this uh like your dad owns the whole trucking company? He owns the train company. He has uh, three, three uh, semis. How many trucks? 
So it's it's a total of three trucks, yeah. Oh, it's just so a total of like three trucks. Okay. A small company, yeah. Okay, I thought you said like like a total of three companies. Like, damn. Oh no, rich, no, no, no. I was about to say rich status. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no, um, it's a total of three semis, yeah. So is this something like your dad is, you know, whenever he passes on the business to somebody, he's, he's gonna pass it on to you, kind of deal. I guess so. Yeah, you could say something like that. Well, it's me, my older brother, and then my dad. So it's us three. Hey, that's what's up, and, man. And it's his friend too. So he, him and his friends started together. So they've been together ever since. So I guess you could say it's four of us. And like my dad is like the main head of us. So he's basically like our dispatch because he'll be like, all right, today we're going here or tomorrow we're going there. And that that's how it works. Yeah. What What is the radius you guys go around? san antonio well usually it's like it's closed i mean we don't really go i guess you could say farther than like an hour it's usually everything is closed by because okay. there's a lot of like san antonio is like i guess you could say one of the biggest growing cities and they're just like getting slammed compared to like when we got here the city has grown so much it's like it's insane how much it's grown yeah, yeah. I thought uh, Dallas was like the the biggest city in in texas yeah well i don't know if i'm pretty sure it probably is but like like this shit has grown like it's it's crazy how it keeps growing and growing and growing because like down the street where we where we stay we stay like where everybody i guess you could say kind of stays like in the city and it's like um when we got here it was super lonely right like you'll have a neighborhood here a neighborhood there a walmart here and there and now it's like everywhere there's everywhere, walmart yeah. you got literally um the mcdonald's i used to work for the guy he has from where we stay like in a 10 mile radius he has a mcdonald's on each corner like that's how crazy it, it, it has gotten. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty big. You like since you are local there, you like going to the river walk and whatnot. Honestly, I haven't gone in a while, but we do go like around um, Christmas time because they put up lights and decorate all nice and stuff. And then Damn, like really? when our cousins, yeah, when our cousins come from uh, out of town, that's like the go to. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, let's go to um. To the river walk downtown or also bucky's i don't know if you know what a bucky's is like one of the biggest gas stations in the world we have no here. no i've always seen this on tiktok people are pronouncing it wrong bucky's yeah, yeah. or boosies and i'm like what yeah. it's, it's bucky's yeah well the closest one to us is like um maybe like 35 40 minutes and um our cousins have came this last year and her her son he's young he was like, oh, you know, I see on TikTok, I want to go, I want to go. And we took them. And it's huge, <laughs> man. You're talking about like 200 plus gas stations. So it's, it's out of there. Damn. Uh, Yeah, I've, I've seen a bunch of that. Like, is is it along I-35? Or Yeah, there, yeah, it is. It is. There's one uh, along I-35. And then I think there's one along I-10. See, I've been going to San Antonio since... 2014 but like you know like every every other year yeah or, yeah or sometimes you know every two years but i never noticed i never noticed bucky's until like yeah. recently maybe it's been like a year ago that people started talking about them like i never noticed this gas station yeah it's huge man like i guess like that that's one of the go-to things that people come to like uh -huh. us when we go to when we go to truck shows it's like it's a must to stop there every single time <laughs> And it's Damn. like, it's funny because there's actually a show near that one. The one that we were talking about, the one that's on I-35. Yeah. And when that show comes around, it's like everyone pull up there. And so you have all these badass trucks just cruising around the Bucky's and all these, all the, all these types of cars, you know? So it's badass to just go there. Damn. So what's so special about, about Bucky's other than being just a gas station? Well, it's because it's, it's not it's not like your regular gas station. I guess you could say it's like a a Walmart in there. Like it has everything, man. It's it's huge. It's humongous. Like, like gro groceries it, and stuff too. Yeah, like you could buy like um like you know gummy bears and like packs and all types of stuff. They have shirts. They have clothes like outdoor wearing stuff. Things for hunting. So it's like they have everything. Like I said, it's basically like a Walmart, you could say. <laughs> wow. Uh, here in Missouri, we have a big gas station. And I've, I've noticed this because it came uh, to St. Louis. And when I went to Chicago, I've noticed that there was another gas station there. It's called Wally's. 
You ever heard of oh, it? Okay. I think I've heard of it. I think so. <laughs> their billboard. Because uh-huh. I guess they're big on, on jerky. And one of their billboards says, uh-huh. too much jerky, you'll go blind. And, you know, <laughs> tr- trying to advertise their their uh, yeah, yeah. their gas station. But I, I never, I haven't been in there yet. You know, whenever I just travel, I just go to a gas station, get gas and get out of there. And there was one time I, we were going to Georgia, actually last May. And I decided to stop at Memphis, Tennessee to get fuel. I was I was a little scared because I, I think it was in the hood. <laughs> and I didn't know. And I had my I had my newborn and my wife with me. I can't remember if I had my other. I just got gas and I got out of there, man. I don't even know in San Antonio where the bad neighborhoods are. I know in the Riverwalk, I've seen homeless. It's crazy because I feel like every downtown in every city, it's like downtown is supposed to be nice, but there's like so much poverty and homeless at downtown. That's how I feel. Like I've gone to the one in Austin, the one in Dallas. And when you go at night, it's just like, wow, there's so many people in the streets, you know? And it's yeah. like downtown is like one of the most, um, well, it's like everyone wants to go to downtown, but it's like, why is there so much homeless people? Who knows? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Going back to the Christmas lights at the Riverwalk, which, by the way, man, let me just tell you, man, I'm I'm so mad. I went a little after COVID, maybe a year or so, mm-hmm. and I mentioned this on my two podcasts ago. I was mad because I went to the Riverwalk and they were not running the the taxi boats. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was so pissed because they weren't running the taxi boats, but they were running the the tour boats. Oh, like, all right, all right. What what kind of messed up shit this is? Like, why would you <laughs> run a tourist tourist boat where you have everybody on each other's like yeah, grill, yeah. but <laughs> not not the other taxi boats? Like, I was so so pissed. Oh yeah, but the Christmas like, wh- when did they start that? They start, I believe, the day right after um, Thanksgiving. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I would never. I would never be able to make that because on so UPS. It's like- our Christmas season starts after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So it would be like from the day right after Thanksgiving to, I believe, the 1st of January. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so so it lasted like the whole month of December. But it's it's nice, man. But when you go, oh, you better get ready because that shit's packed. Like, we're talking about, like, you go because um, you've gone before, right? Yeah. So you know how, like, you come down? So it's like you kind of come below everybody. Uh-huh. from the top so it feels like you can't even breathe down there for so much people that are just walking around i guess that's like like the time that everybody wants to go to restaurants you got people playing live music and stuff so it gets super super packed dude like it's crazy like you're walking around and there's so much people like you get lost like you're like oh where's my brother you know where's my sister because <laughs> it's like there's so much people down there yeah i i can't i cannot stand the restaurants in San Antonio, and I hope they're listening to me because, uh, dude, the times that I've gone there, man, we try to stay out of it. First of all, man, I'm, I'm Mexican, you know, <laughs> I speak both languages fluently. I don't know if you, do you speak both languages fluently. Yeah, yeah, I speak both languages. Fluently. Oh, badass. All right. Anyways, uh, so I go in there, I speak to the server in Spanish. I'm all about, man, I'm all about tacos because I can't, there's, Nothing out here in Missouri. I'm like, uh, hey, dame, quiero cuatro tacos, you know. <laughs> Reply back to me in English. Like, my man, I'm coming I'm coming to a Mexican restaurant. I'm going to use yeah, my yeah. language because it's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I know. They just talk to me in, in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went, my wife and I, we went in our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first time was uh, Labor Day of 2014. On our honeymoon, we went there, a restaurant. Let me see if I remember the name of it. Nope, I don't remember the name of it. But it was like, you know, once you get into the Riverwalk and there's a bunch of Mexican restaurants. Whereas there's a bridge. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Be like, there's a lot of bridges down there. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, we went there and mm-hmm. they they took a while. They took a long time to give me a refill. <laughs> yeah so so we sat down we sat down you know we got our drinks i promise you man i never got my damn refill from the time <laughs> we sat down to the time i got done eating you know that mm-hmm. takes up like maybe 30 40 minutes yeah, yeah i yeah, never yeah. never got my damn refill 
So the dude comes back, you know, gives us our check. After I, you know, sign signed the ticket and and whatnot, he uh, I told him, hey, me puedes me puedes dar más limonada? And he just mm-hmm. looks at me, man. He gives me this look like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> and <clears throat> not only that, he stood there forever for me to sign the ticket and look to see if I would leave him a tip. I was like, You're... I left him a dollar, dude. Because like that that was a a shitty ass. Yeah, service yeah, and i was mad so from now on my when i take my family we're not we don't go eat at the river walk so if anybody listening you go to the river walk don't go eat at the river walk get out of there and go eat somewhere else <laughs> right la villita yeah yeah right there in downtown go have ahead. you ever heard of fiesta so it's i i think it's it lasts two weeks so it's sometime i don't know if it's like in march or april i don't know it's sometime during the the summertime uh-huh. when it comes up and um, I think it's like two weeks of just like straight partying, bro. Like straight, straight partying. So that place where you say like La Villita, like they'll shut it down. Like they shut down streets and they like leave a full like, I think it is right there in La Villita, like straight all the way through there. It's just like live music, people getting drunk, fucking all this shit just going down, bro. Like it's just straight partying, straight partying. I think I've noticed that. Uh, last time we went, I remember que tenían como like, puestos like stands yeah 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 había había un puesto que decía micheladas damn this is better this is gonna be my spot like i like micheladas Mm -hmm. and then i've noticed like some other ones now a while back three or four years ago when i went again there was people selling food like gorditas tacos Mm -hmm. you know all all, all the good stuff but it was at a certain time because i tried going there again and it was empty so I, I yeah, need yeah. to know when is the best time to go to get those vendors. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know exactly when Fiesta goes down, like uh, the time frame. But I do know that like it starts in the afternoon. But like that shit gets, I it gets crazy, bro. Like crazy packed. Like literally, we go and see what's up because there's all these people fighting and shit. Oh That's man, just madre. Like that's in this madre, bro. Like literally. But you got like cops are like up the ass in there, bro. Like. It's crazy. I'm telling okay, so you, like, they'll shut down the whole street and, like, everybody's just, like, partying, you know, having a good time. But, you know, fights, they always break out here and there. <laughs> Dude, man. So, okay. So, that's, I mean, you got a lot of cops. I mean, that's a good thing. You yeah, know, yeah. No, it's like, kind of secure. Like, something birdie goes down and they're on your ass. Like, they're, they're not going to let nothing happen. Like, the whole time, you got um cops patrolling. And then I think it ends, like, I think at 12, 12 or 1 uh-huh. at night. <clears throat> And as soon as it ends, bro, like, honestly, you'll probably see, like, maybe, like, 200, 300 cops on bicycles patrolling. Like, you got to get out of downtown. You got to go. You got to go. Because people will stay there. Like, they don't go for, like, right? They'll stay there and try to keep drinking. But it's, like, you got to go, man. Man, so let me guess. Do they do events at the Villita, like, 4th of July, 5th de Mayo, 15th de September kind of thing? <clears throat> to be honest, I'm not too sure because I haven't gone in that time. But like the the only main thing that I do know is a fiesta. To be honest, yeah, I gotta I gotta see you, man. I'm not much into like big crowds, you know. But yeah, yeah, I would like to go. Like I said, when the people are selling stuff there, because I I think that's that's pretty cool. Kind of yeah, reminds me reminds me of uh I don't know if you know what a tianguis is. You know what a tianguis oh, yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a tianguis. Well, over and, here, you know what they? I don't know if you know what they call a tianguis over here. Like in Texas, they call it like la pulga, like the flea market. Yeah, I know the pulga, swap meat. Yeah, know. the swap meat. I grew up in, in Georgia, and we used to go to the pulga a lot during the weekends, but I don't know what happened. I mm-hmm. think my dad got too boring. I don't know. He got oh, boring. Okay. The, oh, I think the older you came in, the more right, right. bored you become and party pooper and you todo acedo. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like that because I, I noticed, man, I mean, the older I get, you know, I don't want to do shit. I just want <laughs> to go to work, come back, spend time with the family. Like it's it's bad. Yeah, man, you're not you're you're not married, are you? No, no, no girlfriend, no kids, no nothing. No girlfriend, no kids, man. Just working and trying to make money. <laughs> yeah, and hey, yo, check out Gio Martinez. He's single, ladies. Hit him up. <laughs> hit me uh, up. Hit me up. Check out my my TikTok. Yeah. Um. Dude, yeah, it's crazy. You like menudo? Yeah. 
you got to tell me, man, so I can. I'm gonna put this on my calendar or on my mm-hmm. maps right now. Where is the best menudo in San Antonio? Well, there's like two places, but usually we don't really get it because my mom makes it. My mom is like a badass <sighs> cook, bro. So when she makes that shit, it's like there's no topping hers, you know. <laughs> Ooh, does she make her menudo on Saturday or Sunday? She makes it like. She starts it, I believe, a uh, Saturday night, and then it'll be ready Sunday morning. Dude, so, man, just like my mom. So, like, if you're if you're crudo as fuck, that shit's gonna hit, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah! I remember, <laughs> I remember one time when I had a uh, the biggest, fattest cruda you could ever mm-hmm. get, and I was in Wichita, Kansas at the time, and I went to this joint where they make. Good menudo. I had menudo, leche, mucho chile. Got me a bottle of uh, of squirt. Bro, mm-hmm. that hit the spot, man. I felt good. I took a quick 30 minutes to an hour nap, and I was good <laughs> after that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I, I don't get drunk anymore, man. It's been like it's been like hellas, man. Telling you, man, when you have family and you get yeah, older, man. You stop doing shit, yeah. dude, man. But next time I make my way to San Antonio, man, I'm gonna hit you up and tell your mom, "Hey, yeah. make me a olla de de menudo." And I'll eat it. I'll eat it in the hotel room. I don't care, man. <laughs> uh, my yeah. wife, my wife doesn't like menudo. She already tried it three times. I think she likes the broth, but you know she's not a fan of it. And yeah. my kids, I mean, I don't make menudo, and you know I got to drive to St. Louis to get it. But uh, that, those places are not that great. Yeah, yeah, they're not the best, yeah. Yeah, fudge, that's crazy. You ever been to that that tower? The Tower of America's the tall one. Yeah, you yeah, ever been to there? To be honest, I've, I've never been up there. My brother has, but I've never been up there. But go that th- shit. Go there, man. Yeah, my brother says, like, it gets so high, he's like, your ears pop because it's, like, at a high-ass elevation. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a, a good experience to go, I think. I think if I was single and living in San Antonio, I would take all my ladies there for dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good view. Yeah. All right. They, uh, I went there one time, but after that, I'm not going anymore. And the only yeah. reason I went, because you know how the tourist attractions, they give you like, hey, if you want to come check out this hotel, do a little PowerPoint presentation. Uh, mm-hmm. You get a discount for this and this. And, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Bad experience, man. If anybody yeah, yeah. out there, man, listening and encounter these people, don't do it, man, because it's a waste of your time. You know, we got through the PowerPoint. We got through the little live presentation, you know, where they take you to the actual hotel and how the rooms look and how the suites and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. And right after we got done, they sat down with us at a table, gave us all the paperwork, you know, like how how things would work if you would purchase this right now. And, you know, you know how, how that crap goes. <laughs> yeah, and so we were like, we were like, oh, no, we can't do this. We just got married. We can ready to move. And it's just not the right time at the moment. We just went there to get the half price tickets to do stuff. We actually got half price tickets to go to. Fiesta Texas Six Flags because oh, okay. yeah, wife yeah. and I we love roller coasters, dude. They would not let us go, man. They get bugging. I'm like, oh, but why not? Like, I mean, here, how how does this price work? If you do this this amount monthly, would you be able to do it? Like, <laughs> no, I, I I can't do that. We're sorry. And I was like, okay, I'm done. We're done here. We need we gotta get we out of here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my honeymoon, man. I didn't want to be interrupted in my honeymoon, man. Like, yeah, I yeah. thought it was. They said it was going to be like a 30 minute. We stay there for like an hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, what the hell, man? I was so frustrated. I was out of there. Like, just give me my shit, man. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm out of here. But one of those, they give us like a voucher for like $30 off to go eat at the tower. And yeah, I thought it was nice. My wife wasn't too impressed with it because they didn't have so much options on food that's one thing man it's kind of weird they only have like steak and seafood and that's about it i mean we're steak people but they didn't have the kinds of steaks man they only had like the ribeye it own portion chiquita oh okay, it, okay. yeah it, it was it was a fun experience but i i don't think i would go there but like i said mm-hmm. if i was single and i live in san antonio damn right i'll take i'll take the ladies up there I'll you take, know right yeah uh, yeah yeah 
Like and then so many uh, ladies are gonna be like, he was just here yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> or or whatever, or whenever it's time to pay pay the ticket. You know, right. you know when the waiter asks, when the waiter yeah. asks, is this gonna be separate or together? Hey, you right, give like, me something night, and she like, said, no, it's up like, to her. Yeah, <laughs> separate. Her. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I wish I wish I would have known that a long time ago, man. I would have done that shit. <laughs> I, I would have think that would have been funny. San Antonio's a great time, and. I I really do enjoy it, man. I wanted to go back again in October, but I got a baby on the way in May. Oh, okay. And yeah. I also got other family events. I'm gonna be busy this year, so I'm not yeah, sure, yeah. man. I really would like to make it down there, mm-hmm. but if I don't, then I guess I'll shoot for next year. So what what things you like to do around San Antonio when you're not working? Well, honestly, uh, we go to SeaWorld here and there. Uh, SeaWorld, we did, we actually live down the street from SeaWorld. Like, it's probably like a mile down. Damn, so, nice. Yeah, so we stay here near SeaWorld. And, um, you know, the truck meets, the, the truck scene is one, one thing that, that I really enjoy. So I go out here and there, take out my truck, go with the friends and just chill, you know, have yeah. a talk. Yeah, yeah. but that, that's really, that's really it. I mean, <laughs> it's really, it's just like, <clears throat> you're usually off just the weekends and then during the week is nothing but work. I know. I know how that is. That's how it usually yeah, yeah. is. I wouldn't have truck meets here. I think we do, but it's all those uh, old timers that have some badass Mustangs and convertibles and stuff like that. And hot rods, that's their car meets. It's nothing like yeah, that yeah. compared to San Antonio, is it? Well, over here, you know, it's funny because San Antonio would really fall down in like the lowest cities of the truck scene. Like our truck scene isn't that big. It's it's starting to get up there. But like you go to Austin, Houston and Dallas, man, they have a and a huge amount of truck scene and car scene like you literally you're coming into the highway and you're gonna see a truck you're gonna see a truck and oh, that's just how yeah. it is and like i guess houston houston you can call it like la mera mata because that's just like some of the baddest trucks around the united states stay there so it's like you know you want to go to a show come to houston yeah yeah huh. i've never been to a truck show man yeah no it's 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 badass man it's a it's a dope experience you get to see like people that put thousands of dollars into their trucks, you know, so it's, it's out of there. And, um, you know, like in there, they, they let you burn out and shit. Like it'd be, it, it's legal. They put you in a burnout pit. Everyone's watching you do donuts. So you better have a nice <laughs> motor. Cause it, cause if not, <laughs> you, they're just going to make fun of you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now how much you put into your truck? Honestly, right now, I think I'm at like 25 to 30 K into the truck. Yeah. But it was like in a in a in a period of time, you know, not all at once. So I didn't really feel it like that. But um, you know, once you start adding up little by little, everything just it, it gets real expensive. Holy crap! Now, is that included with like the engine and like mechanical stuff as well? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say like the engine. I don't really have it um fixed up, but everything else in that truck is like has been touched. Everything else, everything else. But um, yeah, here and there, like the truck literally just stays this year. It literally just stays in the garage. I mean, it's always stay in the garage. But um, this year that I, that we started working more, that I started working more, I guess you could say, what's it called? It just stays there, and it, I put it out here once a week. Cause last year, like it would stay there, it would stay there, and I would never turn it on or nothing. And then you know, just from it being there, you know, parts start messing up and things like that. So. You know, just want to pull it out once a week at least to give it a spin. What is the most mechanical issues you had with your truck? Uh, I haven't really had big things, but I guess the biggest thing would be like uh, the seals from the transmission. Like the rear main seal. So that was like one of the main things. But ever since I, ever since I got it, I haven't had real big issues, to be honest. Yeah. And you kind of just try to keep it well maintained. Yeah. Yeah, I try to keep it well maintained, you know, do a oil change every three months. I mean, I hardly drive the truck, so they don't really need it, but just to stay on top of things, you know. Yeah. So you drive this daily? This is your daily no. drive? No, the truck, it stays in the garage. Like, I'll put it out in the weekend. Sometimes I don't even put it out, like, once a month. <laughs> but, Dude, yeah. um, you know, that's why I guess, like, it, it's so, so kept up. Because once, once, I feel like once you put in so much money... You just can't daily a truck like that no more, you know? Oh, my goodness, man. My my brother-in-law, he has a truck similar to yours, but he wants to pimp it out 
you know, mm -hmm. you guys call it the mamalona. And yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he wants to to pimp it out and whatnot, but he just got, I mean, he's got kids, so yeah, yeah. I think that's no, going to no, stop it, him from it. <laughs> it gets real tough, man. It gets real tough. Like, there's a lot of, like, the truck scene, too, has become, like, a real big trend, you know, like. Someone goes and they birdie by a truck, and the first thing they do is they put Lama Malona on it, right? So, you know, it's, yeah. it has really become something that everyone wants. And the younger kids, like, you know, they get a truck, but you won't know till you actually start spending money how much money goes into the trucks, you know? Because, like, yeah. once you do the little the little cheap things like lights here and there, that's just hundreds. But once you start working on suspension, getting rims, you know, working on your interior, it's just thousands of thousands of dollars back to back. <laughs> And then at the end of the day, sometimes you think about it and it's like, for what? If it's just like, I mean, to me, it's like, it, it's a hobby. You know, I like it. I like people telling me like, hey, you know, you have a nice truck. But at the end of the day, if you ever send it, you're not going to get that money back at all, to be honest. Yeah. Because it's like, no one, no one's going to pay the, the full amount that you really, really put into the truck. Green, your favorite color or you just want to not green? The, well, actually, the truck used to be red before, right? It used to be red. When it came down to painting, because like I told you, my brothers are into it too. I was like, I think I'm going to paint it red again, right? So that, that was the plan, like just paint it red. And they were like, nah, you know what? They're like, you need to switch up the color because the people that don't know, they're going to be like, oh, he never painted it. You know, it's always been red. So the plan was a baby blue, like a baby blue with like a gold pearl into it. Uh-huh. And um, it was funny because the guy that painted the truck, um, he's in Austin. We went to visit him and he had like an older truck with that color that I wanted, like exactly that same color. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, he already has the color, you know. So I was like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to take his color. So I was like, I don't think we'll do baby blue. And I was like, my brother was like, well, let's do something like that you really don't see. And I was like, he was like, there's a green. There's a badass green out there. He's like, let's throw some extra gold pearl into it when we went with the paint guy and um from there was that that i started popping off like on tiktok it was like at first it was like oh you know it's a little nice red trip and then right after it was like oh look at this color it's something different something you don't see and i guess like the truck is so simple like usually there's car meets so you don't go but it's like the truck is so simple and so clean you know when i go to car meets people accept me they're like oh you know it's a very nice truck you know, because there's a lot of people out here that will like half-ass the trucks. And it's yeah. like, what are you even doing here at the car meet? Like, you don't belong, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty insane. Now, when people see you like on the streets, do they know you for your videos on TikTok or do they know you because of the green truck? Well, usually it's a little bit of both. Um, recently, because like when I started on TikTok, it was like, okay, nothing but truck stuff, right? But then uh, my brothers, they've always been like, when I was a little younger, I mean, I've always talked a lot of shit and they're like, you're funny, you're funny, you should do videos. But for the longest time, like when I was in high school, I was like, I was shy. I was like, what are people going to think of me doing videos and posting them? You know, like, that's dumb. Like, I was like, nah, like I was so worried about what people were going to think that it would hold me back. And then uh, once I hopped on TikTok, it was like, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. So I started like talking shit about like, the taquaches, the truck scene. And then I started talking shit about like, um, oh, if you can't afford this, you can't do this. And then recently um, I started talking shit about like uh, girls like not accepting you in their DMs and things like that. And it's just, it's been blowing <laughs> up, man. And then, uh, I've seen, I've seen a couple of things like that. Yeah. So recently the, oh, back then it was like, oh, you're that guy with the green trick, right? From TikTok. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, but recently, um, like the other day we went to Walmart and there was this lady walking around with her little, her little kid. Right. And like, I smiled at the little kid and she smiled at me. So I thought like, Oh, you know, she's smiling at me cause I'm smiling at the little kid. And she's like, Hey, aren't you that guy from TikTok that does those videos like talking shit? And I was like, yeah, I was like, Hey, what's up? And then, um, Oh, I started going to the gym and there's these girls. They're like, I was working out the other day. Right. And it was weird. Cause it's like, like, I'm working out, so I'm focused on what I'm doing. And they're like, hey, like, and I'm like, yeah, what's up? And they're like, oh, you're that guy from TikTok with the, with the funny videos that just talking shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. It's like a little bit of both. I guess, like, the people that are more regular, they know me as, oh, you're that guy that's always talking shit. And the people on the in the trucks, you know, like, you're the guy with the green truck that talks shit about this, about that. So, you know, I get a little bit of both. 
I can relate with you on the whole, you know, posting your content and what are people yeah, going to yeah. think about me? Actually, when I first started this podcast before, I was like, dude, wh what if people going to talk trash? You know, what yeah, if people yeah. going to like it? And you know what? I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm I'm going to yeah, do yeah. it. And so it this is, is why is. I'm doing it. I mean, I'm doing this podcast. You know, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do my podcast. I'm not going to give a damn what people are going to think about it. I'm mm -hmm. just going to do it. So now, it, like I said, it's a work in progress. You know, I just got my wife's computer, which just getting ready to graduate from college here. This is her mm -hmm. last semester. So once she graduates, this is going to be my computer so I can do whatever modification I need to do. Uh, my friend, Trevor, that he's very supportive. You know, he gave me a mic and, uh, you know, I got this cheap, cheap earplugs that I just put yeah, in. Yeah. But, but once I have my setup, you know, I'm going to have my a good background. I mean, this is just temporary. I really like it, actually. I took it from the Internet. Sorry if it's copyright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I want to have like my setup, you know, I want to have my little studio and I want to have like Michelada stuff on the table or something like that, you know. You know, kind of, kind of, I want to have stuff that kind of identifies myself, you know. I don't know why it was said, why I said Michelada. So I'm yeah, not yeah. a drinker. I mean, I drink a Michelada like maybe once every two months, but I, I enjoy it. So I guess it, it would be something that I really enjoy mm -hmm. and have that probably maybe one day do a little studio away from my house, you know, so my kids yeah, are not banging sure. on the door like earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way they don't bug me. But I don't know they kind of, kind of set my boundaries with them. And told him, hey, whenever my door is closed, I'm doing a call with somebody. Can you please not disturb me? And uh, they kind of understood until a few minutes ago. Okay. I, ha I haven't put any money into it. I mean, in the future, I would like to have the little mics that you plug in into your uh, into shirt, your shirt, plug the other adapter into your phone and just kind of do like a mini podcast if i'm out on the road or something like that you know and i want to talk to yeah, somebody yeah. and be like hey you want to be on my podcast here you go put this on and then have a little conversation yeah and for sure I, that's one thing like also man i at first at first i was too worried about whenever i got on with you i was like damn what kind of questions am i gonna ask geo man mm -hmm. and stuff like that but now that i've done this multiple times i'm like you know what man i'm just gonna get on here Get on the just call just with them with and yeah. just go with it and wing it. Because if I sit there trying to write stuff down, I'm like, what the hell am I going to ask them? What the hell am I going to do? Especially with the um, title at the end of our conversation. I don't, I don't know what title is going to be until yeah, yeah, yeah. I go yeah. back and edit the video or edit the audio. And then that's when the title will come out. And then, you know, it'll all work out. And also, I'm trying to figure out how to post uh, Apple Podcast, but I haven't figured that out yet. So I'm sticking with Spotify for a while. And oh, with, tic with, with TikTok, I never wanted to put videos on TikTok until mm -hmm. Mike Garcia. He was like, "Dude, you gotta you gotta put your content content out there, man, so you can get your podcast out there." So I was like, "You know what, man? Whatever." So I mean, thanks to him, you know, shout out to Mike Garcia. He uh, uh, was the one that told me to post the videos up there. Texas Dad 956, his ID, if you guys ever want to look at him. He's on my TikTok. You need to become friends with. He's from Texas, yeah, too. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is through TikTok and I message people, man. It's always people from Texas. Like, it's, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. And I think Texas is just so big that it's like, I mean, you just don't know, you know, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm from Texas. I'm from Texas. So, yeah, there's a lot of people out here. Yeah, I know. It's I had one girl from California uh sul ramirez and we did a podcast dude and i forgot to hit the recording button so i'm gonna try to reschedule with her but damn when it's like 8 p.m here it's like freaking five o'clock over there yeah, yeah it's like two hours difference and i'm like man by the time i'm asleep you're probably still barely getting off work and it's gonna be kind of yeah. tough to get our schedule situated and there was one time when i was trying to stay up till midnight because by the time she was getting off work. It was midnight here. And I was like, oh, man, I can't can't do this. I'm passing out. So I messaged her. Yeah, hey, yeah. We got to do this some other time. Passing out. I should have recorded that podcast and I would not have to try to reschedule with her. I mean, it just happens. You know, sometimes uh, things happen and, and, and you accidentally forget to click record or whatever it is. And it is what it is. <laughs>
man. Well, that's all I got for you today, man. Anything else you want to share? Um, no, nah, you know, just make sure y'all tune into his podcast. Um, make sure to follow me, the GM Low Life, on Instagram and TikTok. Um, we have content of talking shit, of multiple things, right? And I have a truck, so to all the people in the truck scene, um, hit them up. And um, yeah, stay tuned into his podcast. I, I was watching, uh, I was hearing the one of with your brother in law. That was a good one. That was a, a very good podcast. With the Mexican sure. parents? Growing up with Mexican parents? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Heck yeah. That, that was my longest one, too. One hour and yeah, 47 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was the most liked on TikTok until El Chivo Huero took over and they liked yeah, his yeah. content I, more. I started I started hearing that one this morning, but I didn't get to finish it yet. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Gio Martinez, man, I appreciate you for being on my podcast, man, and uh, send me the your information on Instagram and TikTok so I can put it on my description on Spotify. Yeah. All right, for sure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And it uh, it was a good pleasure being on your podcast. Yeah, thank you for uh, answering to my messages, man, and getting back with me. Uh, once you, once I send you the, the link to the Spotify, man, it's going to be next week, next Friday. I, I post once a week next Friday. Man, share with your people, man. If your people like it, whoever they want to be on my podcast, man, let, let them know some messages, man. All right, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, man. Have a good one. Can I get a moment of your time to get a couple things off my mind? A couple things off my chest, weight off my shoulder. Can I get a moment of your time to get a couple things off my mind? A couple things off my chest, weight off my shoulder.